Welcome to Chris Control with Midday Daniel and Africa Tech Radio. Today we are talking about the music trends of 2023. Basically, we are talking about the music trends that shapes the year 2023. Today with me, I have Kunle Daniel to discuss this. Kunle Daniel is a media professional who has over seven years in the broadcast media, public relations, and corporate communications. He's also an A&R expert who is currently working with a few artists on the music scene in Africa and in the Caribbean. Hi, Connie Daniel. How are you doing today? Thank you very much. I'm all right. And you? I'm very well. Thank you. So let's go straight into it. You know that the music scene in 2023, even for, in fact, since the year 2020, after the pandemic and during the pandemic has changed drastically. New trends have continued to emerge. We have social media play a very major role in how music is consumed and distributed these days. What do you think the influence of streaming platforms is on the way music is being distributed these days? Because nowadays it's different. I remember years ago when we wanted to get a song, you're going to two exclusive, you're going to Ninja Loaded, you're going to Mdudo.com. But these days, when you want to listen to a song, you simply just go to your Apple Music, your Spotify, your YouTube Music. Why and how do you think that streaming platforms has grown and how do you think it is influencing how we listen to music in 2023? Okay, thank you very much for that question. For someone who has spent quite a bit of time in the media space and also worked with the media spaces for a long time now, I think they're just like the little space that we live in called the globalization has taken in the center of this. Every year, there's a new twist in technology. So back in the day, you could talk about buying CDs. I remember in the Twenty thousand in the middle of the devices. Yes. Then fast forward 2013, 2014, you had to wait on the radio to listen to new music. Then sometime around 2015, I was somewhere on the island in telecommunication office. I saw the band LD to Dawn. It's based in America now. Yeah. One of the music guys that I've spent a lot of, a lot of time in trying to define what our music is today. Introducing a stream platform to the executive of, of that telecommunication firm. But at that time, they didn't see the future. Mm. It was easy. Then came Spinlet. Spinlet yeah. has been around for quite a while now, but found it very difficult to even break into the market. But like you rightly mentioned, and that topic says, the trends have changed. 2020, yeah. the pandemic here uh, was the year where every Tom, Dick, and Harry who could go into the studio to write a song has the power to control the numbers of the music that he has released out there. Mm. So social media, technology, definitely has played a big role in ensuring that our music is more accessible and also quite viable for the artist. Mm. So just like your question says, you're wondering how this has changed first. So streaming has always been around. I remember back in the day, and I'm sure it's still very much viable now, everyone goes to YouTube to watch videos. Yeah. So as a young man in the university, I always went on YouTube to check out research material for anything I was doing at that time. I never knew that YouTube was paying the guys who owned those material money mm. until the average Nigerian got introduced to the fact that well, once you have your stuff on YouTube, you can make money. And that didn't even come until maybe 2015, 2016. So there's always been streaming. But as the years continue to go by, with the introduction of the new smartphones, the iPhones, and these Android phones, then they came with new music streaming applications where you could go online and stream the music and the guys make money from it. Mm. So days of two exclusive, not just okay, where you could go online to download music. So nobody wants to go to release a song now 
and look for the guy behind so exclusive or not just .com to put his music for download because you are, you are running at a service already. You are putting your music up for download. But on your own self, you can go online, read out to put your music on Apple Music, on Audio Mac or SoundCloud, and you will definitely begin to make money for yourself. So there's really not no change. It's just the fact that people are more involved with it now. I know my space. Justin Bieber got discovered on my space. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists got discovered on all these social media platforms, all these streaming platforms where you can always put the music out and people will listen to it from across the globe. So I would not use the word, it's not new trends basically, it's the fact that people have gotten used to the fact that to knowing that you can get stuff done at the tip of your finger. That's that's the trend itself. Not that anything new has happened. Maybe basically it's just growing. Forever. Yeah. It's just growing. We do it's globalization. Every day we get to we get introduced to new things. Sometimes we get introduced to them a little bit deep because we live in Africa where technology has not been uh, the forefront of our existence. So that's it basically. Thank you very much. There's also, as you said, these things have been around for a very long time and it's basically just starting to grow or starting to have more impact. Impact, yes. yes. So you mentioned something briefly about social media. Now social media, we can see how the trends in social media, we apps like TikTok, Instagram has changed the way we are listening to music because nowadays someone drops a song and then just puts up a snippet like a... 30 seconds snippet on let's say TikTok or an Instagram and says oh this is this is a dance challenge it started in 2020 with the pandemic and it has grown we saw the likes of CK with Love Wanting to grow so big which is very funny because Love Wanting to had actually come out before that time before it got got discovered on TikTok and it became a global sound so now what do you think that this social media how do you think these trends have putting up music challenges putting up the snippets of your song realizing that sometimes after you listen to a snippet you now find out that okay when the song comes out the song is not banging like you have you would have thought it was going to it's like a thriller and you just see you see a trailer and you think, oh, this movie is going to be so lovely. And then you watch the movie, you're like, uh, sometimes it happens with music too. But how do you think that these social media trends and challenges have helped to distribute music? Okay, see, that's a very valid question. You talked about CK's Love Wanting Thing. And you mentioned the fact that the song came out a year before, two years before it became a global yes. movie. We have more than 100 countries in the world, but we are so fascinated with America and the United Kingdom. There's Finland, there's Sweden, there's Switzerland. It's just like Femi Kuti, for example. Femi Kuti is a superstar in Europe. Yes. But not necessarily the biggest star in, in America. America. So I, I was privileged to have had a conversation with Goya Mena, the guy who did the song. Ameno. Uh, yes. yes. And he told me that he dropped the song some months ago. And before he knew, in Sweden and in Ukraine, he was getting numbers. His song was so big. So you remember that we have a global, we have a population, a waiting population to buy and stream your music online already. TikTok. I'm not, I'm not on TikTok, but I can tell you categorically that 10 of the songs that are major hits in Nigeria today started from TikTok. Definitely. Buju and, uh, Buju and the song Finest, for like for the night, so. Buju so, and Fuse. Buju and Fuse. did a song, yeah, Fuse, the wicked producer. He did, a, he did a 30 seconds or one minute snippet, put it on his TikTok account, who just used the song and says, oh, I like the song, I like to jump on it, and jumps on it, and they have a global hit for themselves. So 
because there's a waiting population waiting to consume the music already, the music will spread. It will distribute the music widely. You cannot comprehend the amount of people on their phones waiting for music. Sometimes you are disappointed because you are so expectant to get, uh, you are expectant of a massive song. But the first one minute is the catchy point, and you are disappointed. But what you what have you done is you have given the power mm-hmm. of finance to the guy that dropped the song. So he has for every one stream, for every one uh, Shazam that you that I have on the song, the man is making an extra dollar or an extra pence. So in many ways, it has distributed music widely, not necessarily quality music, because so we have guys who are still doing amazing songs out there. Those mm-hmm. have the amount of popularity. The guys who have to spread their music via social media. So every time, in every record label, they're saying Don Jazzy and his people, saying, oh, Rema is dropping a song, but we have to do a challenge for the social media because you know there are people who are available to buy <coughs> on social media. It has become a, it's become a part of our music structure that, and that was never the case a while ago. So it's, it has come to stay. And it is also why a lot of the artists that you see, social media, uh, social media content creators, actors, skit makers, it has put in power in their hands because everyone is streaming from far and wide. So you can drop a song in a small village, in a small room in a Keja, and you mm. go to check your algorithm, and you see that you've seen more, you've gotten more views from somebody in Chicago or somebody in Bristol or Brighton in the yeah. United Kingdom. That's also taking our music far and wide, so you don't have to necessarily wait for the guy that's in your locality to yeah. consume your music. But it's a good addition to the kind of music that we enjoy now. It has its own consequences, but it has done amazingly well. It has made people make more money. Mm-hmm. One, it's also a part of the fact that the structure in music today would consider social media as I heard of some of the terrestrial platforms that we have, musical videos and radio. So it's, it's, it has come to stay, and I think it's also a variable means of, of uh, spreading music. Every serious record label, every serious music entrepreneur will consider social media as part of his strategy yeah. to get their music out there. Um, speaking of this, I want to speak briefly about streaming farms. It's something I've heard mentions of it, not really have having an in-depth view of what it is how do streaming yes how do streaming farms work okay streaming farms so sometimes you see for example an artist like shay vice has like 15 million streams on audio mark and you're wondering who is streaming the music Mm. so it's like you going to a reality tv show and you have funds you say oh midi i have one million naira and i'm sure you have friends yeah that one million naira i want you to spread spread it to 100 of your friends to go online and stream my music. So mm-hmm. I've heard just that Charlie Poppy, for example, has a waiting army to stream his music in Benin mm-hmm. whenever he drops a new song. So he has like one million, yes, or two million naira. Then you get people to buy data. When they buy data, they continue to play the music. Mm-hmm. So your song is on repeat for like the old day. Mm-hmm. Imagine playing a song on repeat for the old day. That's like $20, $30 for the artist already. And oh, it does so it also, it counts also for their streaming numbers. It counts. It, does, oh, it okay. counts. Yeah, it counts because nobody knows this. It's not this, not registered. You can like a song without being paid to listen to a yes, song. You can listen, like a song and listen yes, to it 10 times. Yes, definitely. So you don't, so that's how it works. So a lot of artists who have funds to themselves, a lot of record labels who have a lot of money, sometimes when they drop new songs, they have people. It's just like you trend, trending something on Twitter. You have people who are doing the hashtag 
yeah. who can listen to the song a hundred times a day. And once they do that, the numbers continue to increase. Mm. So some people use it. Some people are open to stream farms. Artists like Shea Vibe, Shadi Poppy have all been they've all, all been indicted or accused, accused of getting the attention of the public space by stream farms. But you never can tell. Some people actually like their music also yes, and are willing to uh, without, are willing to listen. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Talking about this, how do you think music is intersecting sectors like the dance sector, movies, and fashion this year? Because in music is one form of entertainment. We all know that this all these are in the entertainment sector. So how do you think music is also affecting other forms of entertainment like dance, movies, and fashion? They all work pari in the sense that sometimes... Uh, once the music is trending, imagine using a trended song as a soundtrack for a movie. It gives the movie more mileage sometimes. But we, we have an industry that is not properly structured. So sometimes there's no there's no joint growth. One sector is growing ahead of the other. Mm. And it shows in the music scene sometimes. In many ways, I don't think Nigerian music has been able to grow a lot of the other sectors like movies, like fashion and dance, because yeah. if, if it has been able to grow all of these other sectors, you would have been able to figure out, you would have more dancers, would have more movies popular, would have soundtracks getting attention. For example, Wakanda Forever is a movie. Yes. Like, uh, what's the name of that movie? Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther does have an album. Yes, it does. It the has, album is as successful. Yes. Mm-hmm. as the movie itself. Very true. A lot of the songs uh, I... Uh, this, yeah. King by Beyonce mm-hmm. does have an album. Lion King is a movie. Lion King 2. So yes. the movie is almost as successful as the album itself. Mm-hmm. But in Nigeria, we can't, we can't count how many cases have been able to sell songs and movies simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It's rare. Very so rare. I don't think... We don't, have, we, we, don't have a, we don't have a structured industry. So let me tell you something for free. For example, in the year 2023, this year, we just had two breakout artists, Charlie Poppy and Ujimoju Black, for a population of over 200 million people. I'm on radio. I'm on, I meet artists every day. So imagine being on radio, meeting people that have amazing songs, and for all of the year, you just have two people that have been able to become breakout stars. Same as last year. Last year was Nashake and maybe one of the person. And Shayi Vibes, you see? So you can imagine. So we have a, we have a full-blown sector for the pocket of small people and for the suffering of a lot of people. So the music is big, but it has not been able to... The, the, the growth of the Nigerian music space has not been able to... To evolve. equate, It has yeah. not been able to grow the other sectors. Then moving forward to, let's say, collaborations, we have seen a lot of collaborations this year, international collaborations also. What do you think are the effects of these collaborations and which collaborations do you think should have happened or shouldn't even have happened? From time immemorial. So for people who have just started to consume music now, like you say, like I already mentioned, social media has made a lot of things that people happened a little bit closer to us. It makes it more pronounced now. Mm. But we've always had collaboration. I can give you a detailed structure of our Nigerian collaboration that has always worked. As far back as 1988, Sonia Adi and TV Wonder were on the song together. Mm. Okay. As far back as maybe 1991 or 1992, Matek Fashek was on the song with maybe Tracy Chapman. As far back as 1997, Tele was on the song with Common, with Mustaf. 
with Messi Gray. This is a collaboration that's always happened. Mm. In 2000, same thing. So Nigerian music as a collaboration has always been a part of our music. But because of the social space that we are now, yeah. it is way more pronounced. So collaborations are very big because it introduces you to a new market. Rema will be super grateful for doing that collaboration with Selena Gomez. Calm down. Yeah. The song became number three on Billboard. Stayed on number three for a long time. It's, I think it's like the Nigerian song that spent the most time on the Billboard after the song after Essence by yeah, Whiskey. And Essence by Whiskey is also a collaboration. That's with Justin Bieber. So collaborations are fantastic for the market. They introduce you to a new market entirely, especially those who are not part of, who are not popular in your continent. So for for collaborations, this year we've had a few collaborations that I think are worthy of mention, and I, there are a few also that I think should not have been done. For example, I had the privilege of talking to Fields, the producer, and he had a remix of Finesse, and he featured French Montana. And I, I told him point blank that it was a waste of a feature. Because yes, actually, because I, I didn't no even know that until you mentioned it. Yeah, so he had no reason to have French Montana on that song. But the man who did the music probably has gotten more numbers from French Montana's strong point. Because French Montana's artist, his fan base, would most likely listen to the music. Yes. There's also a recent collaboration with Asha, Asake and ATR. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. Ha, or so that's, H-E-R, uh, yeah. Lonely at the top. I'm correct. Yeah. Yes. Lonely at the top. Amazing song. One of the biggest songs from Africa this year, or from Nigeria this from year. Nigeria. But do we need the collaboration? Maybe not that collaboration. Maybe another song. Maybe I am wrong. Because I will not necessarily say the man who put out the music has not been able to get the numbers. Mm-hmm. So collaborations are good. Collaborations introduced to a new market space. We live in a small world. There are five. There are seven continents. Africa, Asia, America, that's South and North America, Europe, there's Antarctica and the rest of them. And you can imagine if your music is getting attention in those countries. So I would advise the Nigerian artist who has a big song to feature certain people to get the attention that they want. See, Bonner Boy is a global star today because Bonner Boy, before he dropped the album African Giant, did a few collaborations that got him into the public space of the American public. For example, he did a song with Lily Allen called Evans Gate. Yeah. After that collaboration with Lily Allen called Evans Gate, he also did another collaboration, the name skips me now, and stayed in America for a while, got the attention of the American public. Whiskey's essence was a big song. Yes, it was. When he featured Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber has an army of young women across the globe. I'm part it. of them. So imagine just... <laughs> Yeah, okay, so imagine being on a song with Justin Bieber. Mm. Whiskey got the attention. He got to number eight on the billboard. Chris Brown, whilst I was growing up, every girl in my class, or most of the girls I knew, were fans of Chris Brown. They had mm. pictures of, we had legit of pictures of Chris Brown. Oh, yeah, well, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so imagine doing a collaboration with Chris Brown and what that would give you. Chris Brown doesn't have the number these days, but Chris Brown, to, till tomorrow, is still a fan's favorite. So imagine mm. a, the band doing a song with Rihanna. Imagine the attention that song will get. Or mm. somebody doing a song with Beyonce. Whiskey's first foray into the into the Grammy was because he had that collaboration on that album, Brown Skin, Brown Skin Girl. Girl, by Beyonce. Yeah. Same as Niniola. Niniola has two Grammy nominations. Same as the man from Ghana. He has Stone Boy and the other one. 
a lot of African artists got their first Grammy nomination because they featured on Beyonce's song. Mm. So there are certain artists you can feature or can be featured on their songs that will give you the attention you want in the media in the big media space. But not all collaborations are needed. Mm. There are a lot of one mentioned to of some collaborations that I know of that never got the attention. Akon Akon was on a song with P Square. Chop my money. Chop my money. Yeah. Correct. Rick Ross, yes. Rick Ross was in a collaboration with P Square also. If we not, um, yeah, yes. It is beautiful, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh also the band's major break into the foreign market was because he had a collaboration with Snoop Dogg and Down. And after then he did a song called Oliver Twist, which became the breakthrough song for Nigerian Afrobeats in the mm-hmm. European markets. So collaborations are key and sometimes they take you to where you want to go faster. Yes, collaborations are very fantastic. But talking about Afrobeat, Afrobeat is gaining traction globally. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger yearly. Do you think that we have gotten to, you know, there's always like, so when there's something something is growing, you know, there's a point where it gets to its peak before it gets to, it starts to decline. Do you think that Afrobeat has gotten to its peak in globally, or do you think that we are still in the right direction considering Afrobeat in the world? So this is a very technical question. We thought I'm not good. What will happen and what will not happen. Yeah. But it's to look at it from two two ways. What is the biggest thing that can happen to any artist in the globe? Get on top of the billboard. Yes. The Nigerian song, Calm Down, must be number three on billboard. That is amazing. I don't think there's any other case that any Nigerian song can do or can achieve any higher than that. Number three on billboard for more than five weeks, for more than three months, means that you are amazing. Mm. What else? Grammy. Because of Afrobeat, the Grammy board, that's the Recording Academy, decided to start a new category entirely. Yes. So yes. back in the day, it used to be just uh, uh, artist world, world album of the year. So Femi Kuti and the Kijo, Carlos Santana, Presley Brown, artists from other continents, mm. Europe, Asia, all have to contend on one, one award. On one category, that is World Album of the Year. But as far back as 2021, or as recent as 2021, new categories were brought in, global performance. There's also a new category, Afrobeat Song of the Year, but I'm not so sure. That means that Nigerian music has gotten the attention. So do you think we can grow bigger? I think that's the act. I think we've got it to the pace. The only thing that is, so you have artists that are saying that all to all to arena, when our boy shutting down event spaces at the at in at the medicine square garden. I can count on many artists that sold out the medicine square garden. Some of your your feet can't sell out the medicine square garden. Why they can't sell out the medicine square garden? I can count how many artists will be on Even Jay Z will struggle to sell out the medicine square garden. But brother boy, I sold out the medicine square garden. I think this could also do the show at the Madison Square Garden. In London, Nigerians sold out the Wembley Stadium. Mm. And that's the Wembley and also the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. So that means our music has gotten, it's gotten to a peak. Can it grow bigger? Yes, it can. And the way it can grow bigger is beyond some of these names that I've mentioned, we have the inclusion of our own indigenous sound and a little bit of more artists on the big space. So we can count for five in Nigeria. Maybe vulnerable, maybe they go, maybe whiskey. Now you are remember. Mm. Who else? Nobody. Nobody. Maybe if you have more Nigerian journal or Nigerian indigenous artists who have sound like Fuji, Juju, 
uh, take our attention that Afrobeat is getting also. Maybe it's a good idea. So can we get bigger? For sure we can. Have we gotten to the peak? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. It is unbelievable. But beyond all of the successes we've achieved, the structure in the Nigerian market is still very, very much dilapidated. We don't have arenas in Nigeria. There was supposed to be this major concert that everyone travels to in Ghana. That's uh, what's it now? What's it called? Afro, Afro Nation. Yes, Afro Nation. It was, was cancelled. It was it was cancelled. So why can't the organizers of Afro Nation do Afro an Afro Nation concert in the country where Afrobeats was born? Because the average Nigerian cannot buy tickets because they were selling tickets expensively yeah. because they don't understand the market because we don't have a structure to sustain the music that we all claim is Afrobeats to the world. So. Yeah, the music is out there, but we don't have a structure that's been able to carry out every other thing. So we have record label produced, we have record label suffering, we have upcoming artists suffering, we have just a microchip of the big name we've gotten for ourselves. We have them struggling here. How many artists do you know have money beyond Whiskey and Bidivido? How many artists do you know can sell out can sell out event spaces across the globe? It's questionable. So um, music is big, yes, no doubt. Can we grow bigger? Yes, we can. But we've gotten to the height. It's unbelievable. South African music is not even where our music is. We mm. got to number three on Billboard. We set out event places across the globe. But it's the structure that has brought out this music. It's the structure benefiting from it. It's a big, big no. Mm. So there's so much that is happening and there's so much that can be improved on. Finally, do you, are there any trends that you think that we can look forward to in the coming year? Is there any trend you think will get bigger? Is there anything you think that we should look should be looked forward to in the coming year? Yeah, for sure. New music, new music, and I like the fact that a lot of events. Okay, so there's something I've noticed in recent time. I think, especially this December, a lot of event organizers have begun to check out new places for their events, which never used to be so. As at last year, there were only a few places that could organize or you could host major events. It was either at a co-hotel or maybe at the Eco-Atlantic. Mm. But now we have people doing events. Let's show them camp. Show them camp doing events at the Muriel Kuala Park. That's where they do your palm wine fest. I think it's the seventh edition. There's the Palms. The Palms is a venue that I never knew existed until I went to a Spotify party some weeks ago. And I think there are at least 10 events places at the Palms this year. There's the National Theatre. Nobody has taken that risk yet. I think it's ready for events organizers to, to so start explore. using. There's yeah. a TBS. Yes, there's a TBS. Every year, a church in Nigeria shows us that TBS can take as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. They have stadiums in Nigeria. So I think organizers have begun to check out new event places. So one thing I think, the trends that I would encourage to get better next year is we should have monthly events. Uh, we, we, we are too... Yeah, we indulge ourselves Streamlined so much. to the dirty December. Only December. Mm. And I don't think that that is sustainable for any industry. And that is why we have only a few people growing because everybody waits for December to come. So mm. you are waiting for December to come to pay 50k to watch Ashake or Burner Boy. And Burner Boy will keep us waiting for for four hours <laughs> and will not come. Or we have David Doe who would perform at four events in a day and you can't sing in a show that is paid for. And you are paid 20k, 30k for so, but if we have events, if we have events all year round, mm-hmm. and we see these artists at cheaper cost, 
Nobody waits until December. So if they are doing a December show, everybody's just waiting for, oh, okay. People that have just come back to Nigeria for yeah, December. Be a, yeah, yeah, just go back. Will yeah. enjoy. So, yeah, events places. If I was, if I had money, if I had enough funds to organize events, I'll do every year, every month. I'll do a 12, 12, 12 months calendar. Let's say, for example, Muriel Koala Park. This month, I'm doing Chike Life. Chike has six, seven artists that are almost like him. That yeah, have a the small same amount similar sound. Similar style. So style, if I'm doing yeah. a Chike Life, I know Chike can give me one hour of good music. I can take, I'll take uh, Dwayne the Stoic. I'll take Ogaranya. I'll take five, six artists mm. that I know that they have 100 people, 200 people that are listening to their music and they want to come and watch them perform. In, 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 in February, I'm doing Simi Life. I know mm. that when Simi is performing, our husband would like to perform alongside her. So mm. Nikoli Gold is definitely going to come to a show. I take three or four artists that are almost like that. Yeah. Uh, what's the adult would ask him? What's her name now? Hey, uh, Ibuko. Is it I- IBK? I think. No, I, I know that's not her name. But, but the girl that sang I, adult would ask him. He's She's keeping, quite popular. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca, yeah, so Rebecca. I put her, okay. So I have four or five of those people joining. On In March, I'm doing Show Them Camp Life. Show them camp as BOJ, as a Deporta yes, 22, yes. as Molego, Mologo. Has I have tems. seven people coming to perform. Tent. I have four pe- seven people coming to perform with them for mm. a three-hour show or three or four-hour show for 10K, 20K. If I, do one, one, if I do January, February, March, people will look forward to it every month. So before you know, most of your major artists have been able to cover the whole year round. And it's like so a steady source think, of income as opposed to... So waiting till waiting December. Till December. So in December. In, How many so in, days can you feed in? Yes. I was at the concert two weeks ago. Charlie Poppy was supposed to be, be, be the main act. Charlie Poppy didn't show up. Everybody Ouch. was waiting for Charlie Poppy. So imagine there's Kaid that did uh, and Abela. Mm. There's Kaid. There is Miyoko. There is Ricardo Banks. There is... There, I can mention 10 different artists that have done one or two eight songs. I can give you six, seven songs in a night for a show. Mm. But because we are too fascinated on having just one major, major guy that is there mm. do a show, the guy doesn't turn up. The event is almost a failure. Yes. So I want events, I, I want event organizers to take advantage of exploring an all-year-round option for doing events. Trace is doing that with Trace Life. They do something every month. One day cold, I day play gold, show them camp. That's a Trace Life. When mm-hmm. we have two or three of those people doing the same thing, then it makes it better. Yes. And for the music, the quality has to get better. See, we don't pass. They say they say sex sells, yeah, for sure. But you have to start ensuring that our music has some quality also. Yes. Because yes. after a while, maybe the foreign markets will get that's why I told you, you asked me the question earlier that do I think the industry the music is going to drop or not? I said I'm not God. Yeah. But maybe if the guys on the other side begin to see that, okay, the beautiful thing about African music is the drum patterns. I know Igbo people like to copy us. Yes. So you just see the next time you are saying maybe Justin Bieber mm-hmm. or, Caesar, or Chris Brown. Or, yes. or Chris Brown. Chris Brown does an Afrobeat song almost as good as an Afrobeat person. Sensational. As Loji and as Davido. But it is Chris Brown's part I remember. <laughs> Sensational. So you know, Yes. Yeah. Before you know, the Igbo man is doing our music better than than, his, than we are doing it. And there's AI. Afrobeat is Fela's music. There's AI. Afrobeat is Afrobeat without the S. It's Fela's music. We mm. have more Afrobeat band outside Nigeria than in Nigeria. 
we have one in, in Sweden. They are the biggest band in Sweden. We have one in, in, in Tokyo, I guess. We have made this collaboration in seven, eight cities across the globe beyond the shrine in Lagos. That means doing Bowman. So there's only Femi and maybe Shion and Madi that is doing fellas music in Nigeria. And we have more bands overseas doing that music. That there's, uh, there's Atembulum. Uh, Atembulum, yes. 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 Yeah. Atembulum is doing half of the songs they are doing. If you are watching, if you are watching foreign movies, half of the soundtracks of foreign music is, is they are doing fellas music. They are calling that band. When they are not calling Femi or Shinwo or Madi, so if we don't take care, the foreigners will take our music. So we have to evolve. Our music has to change. We have to introduce more of our indigenous languages and indigenous sound so that our music continues to evolve mm. whilst we have the attention of the world. That's true. Very true. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was very lovely to speak to you. I'm enlightened. I've learned so many things I've known, I didn't know and it's been amazing. Thank you very much. I hope to talk to you sometime later about this. Thank you very much. Anytime I'll be available. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Thank you very much. Yeah, and you too.